This is Black Current. Coming at you from Nigeria, London and Manchester. We are Larry, Veta and Patsy. Talking about real world issues from our own perspective. Topics we wish were spoken about more in our society. So come with us on this journey. Dive into uncomfortable conversations and figure life out together. This is Black Current. This is Black Current. This is Black Current. The days I feel most prettiest are probably my pamper days. I just love feeling like I'm making time for me, especially when I do my face masks, steam my face, do my nails, just have some time for me, watch some movies, especially when the day's done and like I'm just seeing my face in a whole new way. I just feel cute. You know, I'm like, oh, I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> for me, it's definitely working out, pushing your body, that physical commitment commitment and challenge that you're able to accept and sort of smash through the main thing that i always feel like i get a real glow with is going out for a run like doing some exercise which always feels hideous when you're doing it but i just live for that glow afterwards because makeup's great but no amount of makeup can give you like that glow that you get after a run even if it makes like you want to vom at the end when i get dressed up put a nice pair of shoes on preferably heels because i love my heels have a nice outfit good jacket and my hair's done i don't necessarily need to be wearing any makeup but that's when i feel pretty i feel like i'm taking care of myself again and that makes me feel really good hey guys it's patsy here and today i'm joined with larry and victor the normal gang how are you doing guys <laughs> <laughs> I knew, oh, I knew, man. I knew he was going to do that. I knew he was going to do that, and I thought, you know what, I'll do it to him as well. Every time. So now we're good. We're fantastic. We're looking forward to a lot of things. You can't stop me from feeling like this. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm glad you're good, guys. We'll get into the episode. So today's app is all about prettiness, not pettiness, oh. prettiness. And actually, the fact that women don't owe anybody prettiness. So I want to start yeah. off with asking you guys, what in your life or something day to day do you do that makes you feel pretty? I feel like in particular, okay, well, recently I've been off gym for a bit. Normally it would have been gym, but work. Being on top of work, taking out your tasks, but also mm. being intelligent mm. at the work. You get what I mean? Where mm. you can be like, oh, Laz, can you help me out with this? Or Laz, can you, they can ask you a question and Laz is ready to answer the question. So that makes mm. me feel incredibly pretty. Like a bad bitch. Do you get what I mean? Bad bitch. Woo! I like that. Firstly, I would like to clarify one thing. I'm always, I'm always pretty. Yeah, oh. Yes, you are. You know? oh. <laughs> 100%. 100%, you know, and all the haters out there, you're just hating because, you know, it's mm. the truth. Um, but, <laughs> um, but no, seriously, um, nah, absolutely, you know, Larry's, Larry's spot on, especially with the gym bit, because for me, um, you know, I feel like when I do exercise, it's almost like, um, how do I explain this feeling? It's almost like, you know, you, you feel like, you feel that relief you feel that relief that um you know i'm not i'm not trying to go for these body goals or whatnot mm. you yes, know it's a good yeah. sign this is what i tell people about going to the gym frequently having your body looking so well to me that's just the side effect of going to the gym mm. you yeah. know and people appreciating your body for me what i get out of it is the consistency the commitment to that consistency because with gym you can't you know the moment you slack off it's yeah you know you lose it and that commitment to consistency is takes discipline 
And me having that discipline makes me feel pretty about myself because I'm like, oh, damn, if I can commit to this, then I can commit to so many other things, so many other media tasks. And yeah, of course, working, you know, working on the daily, be it, you know, my nine to five job or, you know, be the podcast or be any other thing, just being efficient in my work makes me feel pretty. And of course, you know, the other things like what makes you feel it when I'm nice to people. It's a weird thing to say. It's just no, like that's like nice. a giving, isn't it? You're yeah, giving. it's like when you're nice to people, when you're nice to people, it's not like I expect anything in, re- in return. But I just feel pretty about myself. And I know we're taking pretty outside the whole conventional, you know, looks thing. But, you know, when I'm nice to people, I just feel like, oh, God, like I feel so good. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. And, yeah, and, and it's not like I'm getting anything. You know, you're not paying me. You're not giving me anything. It's just at the back end of it, I just come out and I'm like, wow. I feel nice about that and I feel pretty. I feel peng, like a bad bitch. To okay, we get it, Victor. Victor, we get it. Like, to like quote Larry. I'm I just want to say, I'm around some bad bitches right now. Ooh. Ooh. Keep up, you get me? Yeah, you, you I'm, trying to, I'm me? trying to be like you when I grow up, so that's Jeez, all I can listen. achieve I, in life. Send you Loki calling us old. Loki calling us old, bye. You, you guys are like, older than me. <laughs> you, you are older than me. <laughs> See, the immaturity doesn't matter, though, what age you are. <laughs> Um, send her an email, lads. Send her an email and I'll see what achieve this you know, bad bitch. This bad bitchity. Consistency as well. That's everything. Consistency. 100%. 100%. I definitely have to say as well, though, going to the gym or exercising or putting good food in my body is yeah. it's definitely when I feel the best about myself. And that is not just like physically, but like mentally, definitely. Like if I'm eating lots more like sugar and carbs and all of that, my mood definitely goes down. So I've, I have yeah. had to watch what I eat over the years because it affects me mentally. Is it that when you eat that, you feel bad? Do you feel like it's because of society? Like society has kind of mentally made you feel bad? For eating that particular food? No, because I love a treat day. And maybe that is something I shouldn't say as well, you know, a treat day, because then I'm I'm putting those kind of foods as the, they're bad and they're negative and then possibly society has told me that I shouldn't yeah. have those foods. So, yeah, I get yeah. what you're saying. Gosh, you got me here because I'm really thinking, like, my body... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now I'm thinking, oh, I can only have a certain amount of treat days so that I look good as well. So yeah, I know what you're saying. But no, mentally, if I'm if I'm not eating good, I do suffer. And I don't know if it's the sugars, it's my moods. I definitely probably get more tired because of the sugar, you know, that that fastness, True. the high up and mm. down, stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, I, I really can tell the difference. Mm. I think I think for me though, Patsy, I mean, I I was never blessed or cursed. However you looked at however you look at it, I was mm-hmm. never blessed or cursed with a sweet tooth. So, you know, mm. when it comes when it comes to treats, when it comes to chocolates, when it comes to, you know, all these sweet foods, like I've never been one for that. Maybe because I was raised, you know, you know, I grew up in Africa and I grew up sorry, mm. I say Africa, but I grew up in Uganda where it, having having that treat was such a rarity. Mm. So, you know, I almost learned to live without it. But I got to a point where even when I have it now, I just know. But what I do acknowledge though is like meats like for me, you know, having and eating meat. I think I, I don't know if I could be veg- I, I don't know if I could be vegetarian. Larry fucking dirty mind. But- <laughs> I didn't even think about anything there. I was like, why is he laughing? 
I know, I know where Larry's mind's going every single time. Every single time. That means your mind's going there too. And having an eating red meat um, or anything of that kind. Jesus Christ, I'm trying to make a point. Just shut up, Larry. I'm going to try to eat red meat with any kind. I think that's that's where I just can't um, not do with. Uh, I guess I, I, that's why I can never see myself as vegetarian. But you, know, mm. you never know. You never know. You never know. But also the studies and stuff. I mean, this was not meant to be a food podcast, but let's go with it. The studies that people who just eat, you know, veg and all that kind of stuff or vegans actually have better like sleep, better moods, better overall oh, yeah. everything yeah, that, performance. That's good, that's good for them, but not for me. That's good. Not oh, for yeah, you. 100%. You get me like, 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 good I am aware of these benefits, but we've been studying this since like primary school. Mm. Um, but nonetheless, okay. but nonetheless, when I make the conscious decision mm-hmm. not to um, follow that, I mean, to you know, to each their own. I say, but you know, I don't think I don't think I could be a vegetarian. No, I, I I don't think I could. I do love a good <laughs> bit of meat. <laughs> steak. You love a good steak. Bit of I sausage. don't even like steak. I don't like steak. No, I'm not the biggest on steak. Um, I like chicken, I think. That's yeah. standard. That's the stereotype I will conform to as a black man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I will happily, I'll happily accept that one still. <laughs> Basically, this topic came around because it's something that I think black current we talk about anyway. Beauty standards, body image, body positivity, mental Mm. health. I recently read a book called Women Don't Owe You Pretty by Florence Given. And Mm. it's literally so similar to our mindsets. You know, like how we speak and what we advocate for. You know, it's made me also like look at my stance on things, different topics, being a woman, how I shape myself like mentally and how I see myself next to other people and the Mm. world we live in and also men, how I see men. Okay, so the book basically topics that I really pulled through from the book was makeup Mm. in society women wear makeup to look better feel better it's like a a statement of oh I've made effort today I looked like I've dressed up today do you know what I mean so that alone is so different to what men have to do which is why I asked you at the beginning what makes you feel pretty because a lot of the time a woman would say putting on makeup makes Ah. me feel pretty that's that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Honestly. <laughs> From the people I've encountered, or even in my personal life, where where you've had people reacting to you differently. I will acknowledge though that I have been in a situation myself where I have been you know, I've looked at someone and thought, Okay, why does she look different today? And mm. it's because she was wearing makeup before and she wasn't wearing makeup on that day. And Again, it could be that, you know, some people do makeup really well or it could be that, you know, subconsciously as a man, I'm judging people based on makeup. I, I, I don't know what it is, but, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, nah, 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 I don't do that. question I asked Patty about the fact of, is it society has given you this way of looking at particular guilty foods, as you call them, or treat foods, as you call them, that you then start to feel a certain way about them? You get what mm. I mean? And that's the same way I'm starting to look at something that you guys have just raised. Makeup. I find it slightly confusing and conflicted. Remember, guys, this is my personal opinion. To me, it then reminds me of when myself and Victor said gin. 
I have a problem when something external of you makes you feel a certain way. You get what I mean? Because then there's almost, are you not as happy without this thing being there? So you think so it's kind of like a, a barrier, not a barrier, like exactly. a, a mask kind of thing. Do you get me? So is it is it true happiness? Mm. Or is it just happiness for a fleeting second? Mm. In my head, to look pretty releases positivity, releases, mm. you know, good vibes in your soul. So that's why I'm linking it with happiness. So if I have to get something external to make me feel pretty, meaning positive, meaning I feel good about myself. I'm happy with myself. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. For example, Larry, if someone comes and um, tells you, I don't know, gives you a compliment, right, about a T-shirt you're wearing or something, you could, you know, you could take that and be happy. And this is basically all linking into social media and the liking the liking methodology, basically, when, you know, you get a certain number of likes. And that's basically something yes. external, but it, it does make you happy. Feel- Good. It does make you happy. Uh-huh. It I'm, does make you feel and good. Again, yes, yeah, but you've got to remember as well, in life, things are meant to make you feel good. People's passions are makeup. People's passions, mm. like you say, uh-huh. are that's football. Exactly. I, uh-huh. That's exactly why I ended up no, saying, okay, you see, maybe, maybe makeup falls in that bracket. No, I can't necessarily agree with the analogy of football and makeup because I love football. I love Chelsea, but I wouldn't really care if I watch an Arsenal game and whatever happened. But I love Chelsea. However, Chelsea don't play all the time compared to makeup i can put on makeup every single day with with football they, they i can't really understand that comparison because it's yeah but in following in following chelsea in following chelsea and following i don't know their signings and following the news and following you know yeah but these things are not every single day but is it not but every chance she can get there's a window through the summer when the league is on oh hiatus. come on. okay 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 no, but what I mean, what I mean is, but no, no, Laz, no, but you follow you see, your favorite players, you follow them on Instagram, they do something that makes no, you happy. No, Isn't that- I, that's the thing. No, my favorite player is Didier Drogba. But maybe it's that I don't really see them as the source of my pretty mm. or the source of my happiness. Granted, but you got to remember, they, makeup is appearance, isn't it? Yeah, it changes and that's your the thing. tweaks. And... So that's, I think maybe I'm the one who's lost here because let's not use the football analogy. Like That doesn't work for me. Yeah, football yeah. and makeup, to me, it's two different things. If, for example, we took makeup as the Victor angle in the gym, where to him, he doesn't see the gym as, oh, I'm going to get toned, I'm going to get fit, I'm going to get, you get what I mean? He sees it as a consistency thing. Mm. It means that can be altered into so many different things. If Victor starts riding a bike, if Victor starts um, going for a walk, if Victor starts um, writing, if Victor, there's, so, there's so much that the consistency element can also play a role in. But the feeling is still the same in those different things because Victor's point of love or point of pretty is consistency, not how his arms look in the gym or his biceps are looking or his abs are looking. Because if that is what Victor is seeking, it's almost an endless pursuit because you constantly suffer from body dysmorphia. Oh yeah, 100%. So if that is it, if I look to makeup and I think about makeup in this angle, you constantly almost never feel as pretty or pretty without makeup. Uh, actually, one of my really good friends uh, she did say to me one time, she was like, she she wouldn't 
Like she actually sleeps with makeup on and you know she gets Bro. up in the morning. Like for real. Big. For real. Or even if she Big. took it off, or even if she took it off, she wouldn't want me or anyone else that Ex- isn't within like her immediate family to see her. Mm. And you know Do you understand? And you know and, and you know it worries. It worries it her next and because it's like, well, what is your real like what is your real self? Like is this true and, and I get what you mean, you know. I, is this true yeah. happiness? Mm. You know, is it true yeah. happiness? Like, are you truly happy? What he said is true because I'm 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 sure I'm going to have a friend who's going to listen to this and know I'm talking about her. But she has the same problem whereby she can't take pictures without having like if I want to take pictures of us just normally, she's like, no, 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 like ah, I don't look good in this picture, I don't look good in this picture compared to when she has makeup on and she's wanting to be in every single picture. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad this. So it's feeling... become a confidence thing as well. Exactly. So it's, you don't, you are beautiful, but you don't feel as beautiful or you don't feel beautiful mm-hmm. to appear in pictures without makeup on. And that's mm. when, do you understand? And that's why I, I have a problem when people, I just wanted to take you guys on this long journey to come to the point I was going to make, whereby... I struggle when someone tells me wearing makeup makes me feel pretty. Because to me, I believe there's an underlying thing there. Maybe it's me overthinking. Again, like, guys, don't forget, this is me saying this. this is yeah, my these are all I mean, our own opinions. Mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. these are your own opinions. And no, Larry, I understand your point. One thing that to understand yeah. is with growth. I think with growth, um, like with all things, you know, yes. you, you tend to you tend to grow out of certain things and not necessarily grow out grow out of them, but sort of view them as less significant about you. Especially when you get assurances, more and more assurances. Let's say from a partner, or you actually find someone that does treasure does treasure the side of you that doesn't necessarily need makeup. So again. With growth, some of these things could, um, you know, these things could disappear. So I'm not saying that, you know, it's a permanent deficiency. But again, it's something just to think about. I have okay. been that person and it wasn't necessarily with makeup, but it was with eyelashes, you know, eyelash um, extensions. I only felt pretty with them on. I only felt wow. like, it sounds so silly when I'm saying it now because it's my mindset has grown. It's the correct word to say is grown. I only felt pretty. I never felt like a boy would like me with eyelashes on because I thought that's what the standard of beauty was, was having long eyelashes and feeling pretty. And, you know, it's absolutely crazy because half the time they'd be flapping off my face. <laughs> they wouldn't even be that's on my it. face properly. So I have been there and I can I can empathise with people who are in that situation because it is a self-love thing, I think, as well. A contentment yes. thing. It's often not spoken about a lot, especially with men as well. So there's always, obviously, there's this idea of, oh, the chiseled body, the abs, the biceps, the triceps, the traps, the, all of that, that men need to have before they can take their shirts off. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And that's why sometimes when you go to pools, you see people swimming with their shirts on. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? And, that is, and that's also something. So a lot of men feel like, oh, if I don't go bang gym this amount of times, and I don't get this results. And that's that's literally one thing I no, actually no, want to challenge want to challenge people about. No, no, I understand, Blas. I understand. Don't get me wrong. Women go through a lot more. Like society has put the standards of pretty so ridiculously high for women, but it's not as high for men. Are you saying that as because society sees women as the same type of way, men have also started being seen the same type of way? Yes, the objectification of women has led 
to do your justification of men. You know, everybody has high standards that we just can't live up to. Mm. There's beauty standards that, like, no, society... No, a different league on their own. Like, yeah, what 100%, and I definitely agree with that. But yeah. in this episode, we're not saying men don't have, have it bad. Yeah. We live in a sexist world, so we're always yeah. getting it bad until it's equal. Yeah, and what I want to go back on is that whole point about people um, going to the gym to get the chiseled bods and whatnot. I mean, but I have been to the gym where, you know, and I've been doing some exercise where people are like, oh, no, you know, your traps are not so defined or your something. And I'm like, <laughs> what? And I, I, keep, I keep asking people, I keep asking people, you know, and I'm like, what do you want out of this? Like, for me, I'm getting what I want True. out of this. True. Like, what do yeah. you want out of this? Yeah. You know, you go into the gym and you push your expectations out onto someone else. It's just, it gets to too much. So, you know, you got to check yourself. Let's go back to the pretty question. So, Patty, continue with the line, because I, w- I want to, I want to, I want to keep listening to this, because it, it, to me, it's a very, very interesting, mm. um, interesting angle to look at it. Overall, with makeup, what Florence was saying was... God damn it, Florence. God damn it, Florence Given. <laughs> You're so talented. No, basically, she was saying that Actually, when women now wear makeup, life is easier for women because it gives them confidence. It it makes them feel pretty. For example, I gave up wearing makeup for Lent, but that in itself was so eye-opening within just myself, who is quite confident without wearing makeup. But there was times I had a job interview. I couldn't wear makeup for it. I had to do a photo shoot, couldn't wear makeup for it. There's so many things that I would do when my insecurities would creep up. I'd go, right, let me put my makeup on. I feel better now. But actually, I was quite shocked at myself that when I'd gone through these situations, I felt I felt really proud of myself, actually. like I felt proud that I'd gone into these things where I'd normally go in, put makeup on to feel confident, but I didn't need, I didn't need that makeup. I didn't need that makeup to give me that confidence. I got the job, by the way. I was, I was shooketh. Ooh, model, baby. Ooh. <laughs> we'll go on to a next point, which is quite similar in the sense of, you know, the world has told us we need to have slimmer waists, bigger bums, yeah. thinner noses, no bigger, bums, bigger lips, uh, bigger boobs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So no yeah, wonder people yeah. are getting plastic surgery. So the people that are getting plastic surgery, lip fillers, we can't then body shame them or whatever shame them because the society that has got in their head. When you say that, Patsy, I have two ways to think about it. How does society itself stop itself? So to me, sometimes I feel like the shaming thing actually can help, but not totally. Please mm. let me explain because I can feel oh, some eyes already on no, me. No, 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 no. That the, is true. That is true. I'll give you an example. Someone who's large, yeah? Mm-hmm. You're body shamed into having a healthier lifestyle. Potentially. Someone yeah. plastic surgery mm-hmm. or whatever. Then counter that thought. Someone who has plastic surgery is shamed into seeing that natural is beautiful mm. that you are setting because I've realized this, especially when it comes to warriors. If we're looking at the warriors for social social justice, and you are attacking Kim Kardashian for setting unrealistic body standards, mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian, and from what you said, Patsy, they shouldn't attack Kim Kardashian for setting unrealistic body standards because the unrealistic body standards have been set before her. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. trying to attain that body. I'm trying to attain that body 
gives us another unrealistic body standard. Yeah. An example is the corset. The corset has been in existence for God knows how long. Yeah. But what was the idea with corset? A cinched waist. A, you get what I mean? That was what Next we're trying to, to get. Next to nothing waist. Exactly. Yeah. The smaller the waist, you know, the curvature. So <laughs> the if we're looking at that, you get what I mean? <laughs> if we're looking at that, that back then was telling us that, okay, slim waist is good. Slim waist is good. Now, Kim Kardashian has told us, oh, I don't need the corsets. Just get me to do surgery. Oh, the waist is too slim. Oh, look at how slim the waist is. Oh, all of a sudden, it's unrealistic standards you're setting. Mm -hmm. So what are you doing now? By shaming a Kim Kardashian, another person who doesn't have a slimmer waist or a tinier waist feels better about themselves. Do you get what I mean? What? Say so that last bit again. Doesn't, so by shaming a Kim Kardashian or those who have done surgery or who have done ridiculously unrealistic body standards, by attacking them or shaming them, because that's what we're doing. We're mm -hmm. shaming them. Oh, how can your waist be so thin? Oh, you look like a, sh a shitty lollipop. Oh, you get what I mean? Which is, to me, it's basically still shaming. You are basically mm -hmm. still body shaming. You're commenting on them. them, yeah. Exactly. By shaming them, you are then telling us that, okay, I'm switching from unrealistic body standards to have more realistic body standards. Oh, let us not fat shame anymore. Let us appreciate the beauty <sighs> of the body and the human body. No matter what you look like, there's always somebody going, Ex oh. And that's my point, Patsy. That's my point, that maybe shaming isn't so bad. We all need a bit of shame in our lives. Because I no think there's like healthy shame, or constructive shame on shame criticism. On shame on you for yes. wanting shame in our lives. <laughs> we need shame in the world to achieve balance. Now, it sounds a bit like Thanos. We need shame for balance. <laughs> but you get what I mean I feel like we just need not too much no not too much I don't know if I agree with that exactly I agree with that people need to be honest in your life but I think you need accountability friends people that keep you accountable you know so say if I said to my friend have I put on loads of weight they could honestly say actually yeah you have or if I have a certain value and I start like doing the complete opposite for my friends to be like, hey, Pats, what's going on? Like, I know that this isn't something that you agree with. What's what's happening? I think those kind of conversations are important, but not anyone being rude. I understand what Larry is saying, but I also understand Pats what you're saying. But I also feel like shame to an extent might be more powerful. And again, yeah, I'm but then there's all these people that are so ill. I am not supporting Larry's Wait, argument what do you, what do you fully because I don't know if you guys saw this on social media, but. It was a, a little bit ago, like last month or a few weeks ago. Basically, Khloe Kardashian, um, I don't know if it was oh, her yes. grandma or that. somebody yeah. somebody in her family right. put up an unfiltered photo of her. Ooh. And by the oh, way, I she looked amazing. She looked amazing. Yeah. She basically then publicly said, I want this photo off the internet. I mean, that is power within itself. Then put a little paragraph out saying, basically just saying she was so insecure. The world done this to her and now she's living up to these standards and she still can't actually do it she's very ill but like you said before larry kim kardashian is the is that body standard that she's trying to live up to so that's within her own family even she can't live up to it these poor women they're gonna grow old and I get to like 60 man. 70 and realize that you know you see but, theirs is more of a commercial thing 
You get what I mean? It's more of a commercial oh, yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Like, you know what? Actually, I scratched that. Poor women. These women are getting, like, millions for one Instagram post. Do you get so, me? Mm-hmm. Based on, yeah. based on uh, how they look. Okay, I might sound a bit like a bastard. But then, you know, money... Now. I'm about to sound money, like money, money sorts you out, so I, I, I don't know. I'm willing to take this hit for the streets. I, I don't know how to properly articulates the point I think you're trying to I think you're trying to be diplomatic just say as it is yes say what you think exactly I feel bad well I don't really feel bad for Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian indifferent do you get what I mean I feel very indifferent because to me she is feeding off the monster that was created Mm. you are enjoying the benefits of the monster but you want to cry foul at the same time do you get what I mean Mm. The, 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 the gargantua that we have created the beast of capitalism an objectification of women. You are feeding off it. So violent. But yet you want me to be like, oh, damn. Kim. Yeah, so, so do, you, do you get what I mean? But it, oh, yeah, Tell of me. course. And this is what I was trying mm-hmm. to explain already before. It was uh, loads of self-interest. You know, you, you know, you see the side of her just, you know, going to all these shows and always being recognized you know, and blah, blah, selling. blah. No, uh-huh. see, J- Victor even, selling Slim yeah. Tea. Does that slim tea, that fake bull dietish diet bullshit, that diet tea nonsense that we all know is bollocks? Meanwhile, you have the access to the best surgeon, and you're telling me your boy, you got that body from going gym. Are you fucking sick? Do you get what I mean? So I have a lot of resentment, but capitalism appreciation. I have resentment and appreciation at the same time. Because they are so, amazing so many... business women. Yes, and that's the thing. I love it. But also, they are the vultures that you have to be wary of. Because yeah, I don't follow them on things. social media. I can't. Exactly. From the teeth laser whitening shit to the diet tea to things that... Do you understand what I mean? And I have a mm-hmm. problem with that. To lip fillers to... You know, so you are, you are profiting off the cesspool, the opportunist nature... I don't know. I feel like a bastard saying these things, but it's just honestly how I feel. Obviously, this blew up, didn't it, on social media? I mean, you might not have seen it, but you might have. And Mm -hmm. it literally was, like, so many people were like, no, what are you saying? Yes, we empathise that you have been bullied over the years that you've, for your weight, and you've been the quote-unquote fatter sister, the uglier sister, but now, like, you have shitloads of money. Like, what can you do for yourself to change that? And that was a lot of people's comments. I'm sorry. I keep bringing us... <laughs> I keep delaying the next point. By no, don't worry. Go on, Pat. Let's continue, babes. Okay. I, I really like this topic. I mean, it's very, very interesting. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's real. Yeah, triggering. It's very yeah. Triggering. Because now you've made me think about it. Is pretty how you see me or how mm-hmm. I see myself? And is it mm. that I see myself based on how you see me? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm. Oh, bars, ladies and gentlemen, the philosopher Larry Etijay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are not even ready. Amen. Yeah, yes. One of my favorite sayings is beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. And people have misconstrued that term so much, that phrase so much. You know what? Let me ask you guys. Mm. When I say beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, what do you think I mean? Yeah, firstly, I would like to thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like this podcast has just been Patsy and uh, Larry chatting with each other, which is fine, you know, because it's a very emotive topic. But Beauty, beauty in the eyes of the beholder, to me, is like the beholder is your opinion. The opinion of yourself matters the most. I'm uh-huh. the beholder, and you're the beholder of you. Victor's uh-huh. the beholder of himself. 
I think beauty is how you feel about yourself. But when Larry asked that question, I feel it sounds like how other people view you. In my experience, I feel like people more often than not have used it where it's like, okay, your boyfriend or girlfriend. Oh, no, I don't find his girlfriend beautiful. And then you're like, nah, but beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. So it's in the boyfriend's hands. So if he believes the girlfriend's beautiful, then so be it. Okay, that's interesting. That's very interesting. So beauty in the eye of the beholder is that the perception of beauty is subjective. What one person finds beautiful, another may not. Isn't that what we just said? No, I get you, but it's also <laughs> okay, kind good, of means, No, no, no. It kind of also means that even you might not be able to, might not be able to behold your own beauty. I so think we're getting too it, deep. It's like it's like basically the whole going back to the makeup thing. Might be mm-hmm. beautiful without makeup, but you don't feel pretty without makeup. As such, you do not think you're beautiful when you don't have makeup. However, someone else who beholds your beauty thinks you're stunning without makeup. Do you get what I mean, Patsy? So from what this has explained to me, because even I wasn't even sure what it meant, because a lot of the time I believe beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, meant it is I who hold my beauty. So I am the one who determines. Do you understand? So I am. if I think I am beautiful, I am beautiful. Do you get what I mean? That is yeah. yeah, no, I mean... What they say. What was that saying? Is it words can't turn me down or turn, turn me around? Words won't turn me down. Is it not bring me, me down? down? Is it bring it, me down? It has words bring, won't bring me down. Patsy, how can it turn words me down? Words won't bring me down. What kind of words is there a word that the Bible that's like, no, you can't Jesus come to it, girl. You're butchering the lyrics. And we're going to pay I our royalties swear. now. And now we're going to pay our royalty for life. Thinking, but anyway, it's just, it's fine. Words can't it's, bring me down. Just one thing I wanted to say was, um, since we've been talking, an image has kept coming in my in my mind. You're not pretty because you've got acne. You've got cellulite. Oh, no, you've got stretch marks. You're not pretty. And the reality you know is, most people have all of those. Do you know what I mean? So even that's a hard standard to live up to. You know what's funny, Patsy? Those are always the ugliest people. Anyone who says that is an ugly person. Because that's someone who clearly isn't comfortable with their own skin. Mm. That's the beauty. Imperfection is what makes humanity perfect. So for you to be sat there pointing out imperfection, mm. you are just an ugly piece of shit. That's what you are. An oh, ugly, wow. insecure piece of shit. That is simply what you are. So yeah, I think this podcast will be pretty crazy, pretty, pretty oh, hectic, yeah. pretty yeah. you know eye-opening in a way. Yeah. It's definitely thought provoking, provoking. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it is a bit confusing if I'm real. It's it's hard to know if you're pretty because you think you're pretty or society's told you're pretty or I know I'm pretty, but I only know I'm pretty because society tells me I'm pretty. So that is why Just I'm saying be. it's so complex. What it comes down to is having that contentment yes. and happiness. And, you know, you have to build on yourself every day. And I think it's a, it's, it's a life journey. You're going to have ups and downs. Mm-hmm. Uh, my final thoughts, you know, just be, you know, just be, just be, just be pretty. Just be pretty, whatever you think your pretty is, but be you and be unapologetically you. So if you want to do plastic surgery, do it to the best of your ability. Don't care for the accolades. Don't care for what people's personal opinion is. 
Just don't wait for validation from somewhere else. Do it for you. If you want to eat and go as big as you want to eat, do it for you. Just be unapologetically you. You know what? That's you know, all I care about. Just eat as much as you want. I okay, mean, no. Yes. Victor, we have an obesity problem, so let's not advise people to do that. <laughs> That's exactly that. what you just said. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm, joking, like, are I'm we, joking. Are we encouraging no, obesity? Like, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually serious about it. Be unapologetic for you. Too many people out there that are too concerned trying to copy the next man. Just be original. Yeah. Exactly. Originality does not exist. <laughs> yeah, basically. Thank you guys for having this conversation. Thank you, Florence <laughs> Gibbon, for writing the book. Women don't owe you pretty. So we're going to send her this podcast and we'll try and see if we can get her on and see what she thinks. Yeah, mm. I mean, thank you for inspiring us. Yeah, catch us next week and we'll be here with another podcast, another episode, another topic. And I'm sure we'll just be as hectic as normal. <laughs>